why party at the end of the week or we can party on a Sunday, Sunday. What is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Party on a Podcast. I have a local, homegrown, super dope artist with me today uh, from Cape Breton, but I'll let him introduce himself for sure with all those details. Uh, this guy's been making some major moves over the past few years. Uh, his last record, I, I can't speak about it enough. Uh, the steps he's taken forward with all the music he's making, uh, the connections, and this guy's this guy's definitely somebody to keep in mind, and definitely somebody to look forward to uh, a prosperous career and future. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Shift from the Nine Hundred Two. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the podcast, man. I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you in general, but I appreciate you giving me some time to, to, to pick your brain, you know? Yeah, I'm glad to be on here, man. Uh, so I said, like I said, you're from Cape Breton. What part of Cape Breton are you actually from, if you don't mind? Uh, Wagomar First Nation, but uh, better known as like Waikagama. Like okay, yeah, yeah. It's like two parts of it. It's like two parts of it. Okay. There's the yeah. red side and there's... Uh, the village side gotcha it's funny because i like i have family up in cape breton so i mean it i i definitely know of the area i just i i only go to the family and then that's it so but yeah you probably I mean, drove by it definitely like, definitely i mean well reserve you go you go past right yeah 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 i was gonna say because i drove i i go to glace bay basically and that's like that's all the way in the back so which way did you take though? Did you take like the the, uh, the Seal Island Bridge or the other way? Uh, see, I've taken both ways. I've gone both ways because I I oh, like yeah. as a kid we we took um, I want to say we took whatever route got us there quicker because we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we definitely uh, I've definitely gone like I've done that trip on my own like with like i went up with mitchell bailey and we went up the 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 other way and uh yeah it it's it's a nice drive man i mean if you're if you're up for the the time span that it takes it's it both drives are nice yeah see i always use uh the other way the middle way <laughs> to go like to sydney and stuff i guess to each their own yeah yeah yeah, there's like good. There's like four ways. <laughs> uh, all right. So basically, how we start this? Uh, you're a rapper, hip hop artist, artist in general. But uh, how did it all start? What's the origin story of Shift from the Nine Hundred Two? Uh, I, I would say it started when I was a little kid. I just it was the music that I liked. Just right. hearing it, it sounds cool. The beats are cool. The videos are cool. Um, then I don't know, man. I just got in. I just got into. It. I was. I wanted to do it or something. I always picture myself in the studio as a little kid. Yeah, and yeah, about yeah. ten years old, I started writing. And uh, Fifty Cent's Bulletproof came out, and that's <laughs> when I first heard beats. Yeah. And uh, people in my reserve were rapping like, uh, like. Like my older homies are rapping and uh 
they they were releasing mixtapes. I was like, I want to start recording. So yeah. I got my mom to like get me like a what's it called a computer microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Yeah, there. I used to rap. I used to rap like a piece of uh, what what do you call it? <laughs> you know, like a cushion or something, just to get that pop. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. So uh, then it got, to, then it moved up to like rock band mics, and then I that was like, like from like twelve years old to like fourteen. Then I then I quit for like two years. Right. Then when I was sixteen, I got my mom. My mom uh, got me a mic for Christmas, and uh, I started making songs like every day, just recording. And uh, I finally did take it serious. I was about 19, 20. Yeah, fair. Like, just to make real projects. Like, it was just, like, bullshit mixtape stuff. <laughs> no, Nobody would hear just, like, on the res. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was, you, you had to start somewhere, right? I mean, you were at least making the music. Yeah. Fair oh, enough. man, it was a good time. <laughs> Speed, speed up to now and uh you're making connections with like dj iv jordan croucher like did you ever picture yourself connecting with those people when you first started uh yeah i kind of did uh like when i was in high school like we used to just listen to like quake and um class right ghetto child jordan which is like me and my cousin would always be like, man, it'd be cool if you can get a song with a Quake or Jordan or you yeah, get man. DJ Ivy do practice. I was like, we'll get there, bro. Eventually, it's like, yeah. I already knew Ivy for a few years. I still never met Jordan, but we were tight though on like Instagram stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it's funny because like, I've definitely, I've seen you come up over like, I only found out about you probably like a few years ago. And like since since then, I've seen a lot of growth and a lot of uh, progress in you. Like and a lot of, um, I guess, promise as well, as far as like how well you're doing and how the trajectory of everything that you're doing seems to be going. So, I mean, sky is sky is not even the limit, bro. So. Uh, yeah man uh inspirations so when i usually ask this question i i like to focus on like what were your inspirations when you first started compared to like now and have have they changed or uh, if they have changed in what sense i guess um inspirations is uh, i got so many but uh like the obvious ones like Eminem, Tupac, yeah. <laughs> Drake. Fair. Uh, I was a I was a huge 50 Cent fan. I can tell. Uh, yeah. Um, like classified too. Yeah. Yeah, Quake's another one too. Um so it's like different. I always have like new artists now, like I get into right, know, right. spend like a week listening to somebody else. It's good to do though. I mean, to keep your 
keep your ear to the streets, you know? So yeah. Staying aware. <laughs> Especially now, like my little brothers are like uh they're like 16 and 17. So they're like uh they're out showing me like new rappers. I'm like, I'm like, who's that? They just give me like the names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, man. Uh what you, so have they changed? Have the inspirations changed at all? Or are they still like same stuff? now same same uh, people now and now it's like uh it's mostly the same not as much uh, there's uh like i like nipsey a lot um right like um joey badass yeah um drake's that's still the same so this is like a lot a lot of different people freddie gibbs yeah 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 for sure uh Griselda, yep. Uh, there's too many to name. Like they all inspire me, like different mm-hmm. ways. Fair enough, man. Yeah, I mean, a lot, feel the same. yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, like especially with like you said, learning all these new artists, learning all these new uh, songs, and all these like everybody that's come up or has been at least brought to mainstream over the past few years has definitely like opened my eyes to a lot more artists in general but like a lot more intricate flows or like style of writing or just lyricism in general these these guys are innovating it like in a whole different way now compared to how it used to be uh because i mean like trap trap isn't as like as predominant now as it used to be it's all like the lyrics, the way it hits, the bars, that seems to be the forefront, especially when you come to like Griselda or Freddie Gibbs, like the lyricism in general is is unmatched. And I think we can only go up from there, but you got to be able to basically uh, stay on point with it and stay up to date with everything that's going on in order to just keep up. Yeah, I, I was actually thinking that like the other day, like the trap stuff is kind of like slowly dying out to- not yeah. dying out. It's still like a bump in music, but uh, even like little baby just spitting bars now. Yeah, exactly. And like, like even when it comes down to like those those mumble rappers that came out, like that was I know that was a phase, but those guys just needed to make some waves in the in just to to get noticed. And now these guys are actually rapping, rapping, and can actually spit. So I mean, it's it's dope to see the. I guess they come back to the word back to innovation. Of, of their own careers and their own styles and and proving to people, well, not that they need to prove to anybody, but proving to people that they're not just one style, one genre of rap, so. Yeah, I agree. With that being said, uh, if, you, if you were to define your sound or if you could define your sound, what would you call it? Or like what kind of genre would you call it? Uh, uh... <laughs> I, to be honest i don't know uh like I, I consider myself like a different um native artist like every other native artist that like you could tell like the way they rap though like got my right. feathers in my head or something <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah 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 it's like just just like that uh it's like cliche gimmicky and i try i try to stay away from that so i just try to be current yeah fair best way possible it's not a bad way to to look at it or define it, man. I mean, that's 
that's thinking openly and 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 specific to yourself right i mean that's that's keeping it you so what and is that what you think separates you from from other artists as far as like i mean i guess aside from native artists uh what's separate what do you think separates you from other artists or helps you stand Uh, out or is it what is it I don't even really know. Like <laughs> these in-depth questions, man. I know. I just, I, I, yeah. I try and, I try and dig deep, just because I feel like I, I, yeah. the people who want to know, I, I kind of want to know too, just because I've known I'm, you for a minute. I'm right? just passionate, bro. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, I'll, like once I had my kid, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna step it up a bit. Yeah. Can't give up. No. I, I feel that. I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah. Congrats. I, thank you man uh that and that's what i'm saying like that's what's actually motivating me a lot now to to just like branch out and do a lot of a lot of other things but still focus heavily on creation more than anything because once he comes into the world it's going to be a whole different a whole different uh life so uh motivation dedication and everything like that has to be stepped up you know yeah it really does. And I mean, I don't even know the, the, the full of it yet because I'm it hasn't happened yet. But like I'm I'm preparing as much as I can, as much as they say you can't be prepared. So like, but. like I sat there like thinking like once it was born, like his mom was sleeping. I was just like thinking like, oh, man, like I sat there just. All right. This is what I got to do. Yeah, and that's where I made my first album like a couple months later like released it yeah i think that i think that's what i need i think that's the fire that i need right now because i've literally i don't think you could go back in my discography and find an album and i think that's part of the problem but uh who knows that may open a whole new realm of creation of music and all that stuff so i mean i hope it does but i mean i'm i'm still working on a bunch of stuff i have enough material for an album but I don't want to force anything right now. I just want to make sure I create the best music I can, you know? And I know you do too. Yeah. Like I like I've been making a project, but I put it on hold for now. Yeah. Like just trying to just trying to focus, like figure out what I really want to do. Cause I felt like I was rushing it. And that's the worst like, thing. I think I was talking to somebody yesterday on uh, I think I was talking to Nathaniel Cole yesterday. And it's like you can't rush the process. You literally have to go own pace and not let other people dictate your your path let alone your uh um your pace like that you just can't let it happen because otherwise they're they're telling you how to live your your life and tell your story right yeah because everything happens for a reason i believe and uh, if you're when when the time comes for you to to make that music or to release that music, you'll know when it's the most right. Nobody else is going to tell you otherwise. Yeah, I agree, man. There's, you got to go through some stuff, too. Well, that and that's also it. That's that's also what's going on right now in my life and and in a, a lot of people's lives right now, especially with how COVID hit and everything and messed up everybody's mental health and finances and all that shit. Like, it's just. <laughs> it the life has to happen for for content to be authentic and real you can't you can dream it up all you want and you can write fabrications all you want but it's not going to connect as much as 
that genuine story, you know? Yeah. Like, like I spent like the whole quarantine, like just making music. And now <laughs> I feel like I'm burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, man. But it, th- that's also the thing. You're not performing. You're not being able to showcase that music. So you, in, in turn, you're using all the other forms that you have in your arsenal, which is the creation of music. Therefore, you're you're using one side more than the other and it's outweighing itself and hence the burning out kind of feel it's uh it's tough man that's why i had to kind of step back for a bit and kind of rebrand because i was like if anything's gonna happen during this pandemic i'm gonna really find my sound if anything so and that's that's what i had to do i mean that but that's me i everybody yeah. else is different so i mean i just i had to find me have you been any shows yet no, but I'm actually, we're actually trying to get in the stages of planning like smaller shows just to get things moving at least, get people out and get people performing again because it's so necessary for like just, I, I, I always have grown up as an artist saying I love the performing aspect of being an artist. Like creation is great, but if I can't perform that stuff, it doesn't, it's not the same. So yeah getting back getting back in the public and performing again i think will help a lot help a lot of people it'll help me for sure but uh we're definitely in the work like we're definitely getting shows uh planned and now that like we can actually travel again at least within the province that uh, we'll be able to start getting shows like getting you guys down for shows and everything like that too because i mean i like we need to have diversity as as far as shows go and like your style of rap compared to like my style of rap or even Mitchell's style of rap like it's it's necessary to show that versatility in in the genre in the music community in in the entertainment industry especially on the east coast because we need to be able to we need to be able to showcase that shit so yeah like I only did uh one show the whole uh pandemic (laughs) I uh I tried to do live streams, bro. Yeah, I did one. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I did maybe like two or three. And I was like, I can't do this. This is not, it's not motivating at all. There's nobody like you have to pay attention to a chat and everything like that while you're performing. Yeah. That's not what you should be doing, man. It's just entertaining. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't even pay attention to anybody. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just going to perform. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I mean, that's what I should have been doing, but. I was trying to interact to make sure people knew I was paying attention to them, you know, but because I, I, I mean, yeah. but it, it, I took my loss with that and, and, and cut that out. I live stream is not, it's not the same. It's just, I it can't, it doesn't hit the same. You know that. Yeah. Uh, uh, where do you see it? I know it's a heavy weighted question, but, uh, and it could be long-term for you. It could be short-term. It all depends on how you look at it, but where do you see yourself in five years? Oh man, I don't even know to be honest. <laughs> That's why I said it uh, could be a heavy weighted question depending on how you think about it. I, I'm trying to. I want to write movies, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's big I, shit, man. I I got one I've been writing. I got like forty pages. See, I would have never seen that, man. I would have never expected that. Well, I. I watched uh, the interview of Ice Cube talking about uh, before he wrote Friday, he wrote three movies. 
then uh then i was listening to uh set rogan talk about how he wrote super bad for like so many years just inspired me like i know that's something i want to do like in my 30s i'm 26 now yeah when i'm in my 30s i want to write movies fair man that's i mean that's a decent look and you can still have the music too right that it's it's just another form of creation another form of an outlet and just income i guess if you want to look at it financially but i mean i assume you wouldn't be doing it generally because of that but no i think a passion exactly exactly that's why we do what we do right so Fair enough. I see. I would have. Ne- that. That's why I do these interviews, man. Because I find out shit like that, and that shit's cool as fuck. Yeah, uh, you get to see other sides of people. Exactly. Exactly. Um. All right. So let's get a little bit more into you. Uh. Pause. Uh. <laughs> uh. You had your recent track, "What an Age to Be." Yeah. What inspired that track? Um, I, I just wanted to make something fun, like for the summer. Um, right. I had to, I had to beat since like September last year. <laughs> my bro, my bro Nook made it. Yeah. And, uh, Shout out Nookie. I, I couldn't come up with anything. Nope. I couldn't come up with any verses. And, uh, then I had a chance to get Jordan on there. Yeah. Um, I capitalized on it. I got him on there and it still felt empty. Like. And I still didn't have the verses <laughs> <laughs> for like for like five months. Uh, sat out, I finally got the verses down. I wrote it, recorded it, um, and it felt empty. And then I, I hit up IV, and I was like, "Bro, there's like there's like five seconds, five six seconds in between the, the hook and the verse. It's like I need something there. Yeah, you can do like an outro and." It just came out perfect, man. Yeah, he nailed it. He definitely nailed those those parts too. He's so clutch, bro. Ivy is so clutch. <laughs> he is, man. Oh, man. I was even surprised to hear like the the class sample. At yeah, the I heard that yeah, too. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, but he would have access to that. That's a, that's even like like personally, he would have access to that shit, which is super dope. Yeah, so. classes, acapellas, and shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, more in depth. Uh, why shift from the nine hundred two? I I can understand why from the nine hundred two, but why shift? Um, I I just I had this name when I was a kid. I was like, I thought it was cool. It was like paradigm shift. I thought it was cool. Then uh, I changed yeah. it to just shit. I had like five, ten other rap names after that. <laughs> <laughs> then uh i just okay. i started to go i started going by shift then uh one day in a song i said shift from the 902 and uh my little brother came home from school and he had a shirt and uh it said shift from the 902 he's like that's your rap name from now on <laughs> that's dope <laughs> it that's is dope. dope man like he always he always reminds me i gave you that rap name bro <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. That's a that's a good origin story to the name too. Uh, and it's like, and it sounds cool. Like this, sh- like ship from nine hundred two is just like, yeah, exactly, yeah. But it's different though. That's why it catches too. Because I mean, like, even like you think of like 
when I think of your name, if it, like mainstream, I think of a boogie with the hoodie. Yeah, because I mean, like, when I go ahead, all, all these rappers, there's even like skinny from the nine. Like I was like, damn, that that motherfucker still my yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that dude. Uh, I've seen that before, and I was like, who had it first? Who really had it first? And I, I just let it play in my head, you know. But, <laughs> No, man, that's dope, though. And I was thinking, like, when you said paradigm shift, I was thinking of uh, the interview on Rapture on, on Netflix that uh, Logic did, because he was initially yeah. psychological when he started. And he was like, that's the longest rap name of life. And he was like, no, nah, let's just change it to Logic. And, and, and that's, that's what made me think of... Uh, I thought of that when you said change from paradigm shift to shift and i mean and shift is just so it's short but sweet and like it's it, it just hits especially when you put from the 902 it just it just it all runs so smoothly so yeah man yeah cool. like now people are it's like a bad name it sounds like a bad name <laughs> yeah man uh when it comes to home life what's your what's your daily routine uh Right now, like I'm back at my mom's, <laughs> so Fair. working, and uh, on the weekends I usually just spend time with my son. Fair enough, man. So I'm not, I'm not, I haven't even been creating like past two months. No. No. Right. Well, I feel well, like we gotta well, make. I shot, a... I shot two music videos. Oh, there you go. That's creating. What do you mean? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Did you say what I mean? No, no. Uh, what I just said? Yeah. I said, that's creating. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, I mean, life happens, you know, we get, we get busy sometimes and then, and things get in the way or we just have to take time away from what we love doing to take care of what we need to take care of and, and shit like that. So, I mean, it, Def, I don't. I definitely don't see you stopping anytime soon. So, it's just a hiatus, man. It's just a tiny hiatus for for the time being. And uh, what yeah. I was gonna say is the fact that like we should uh we should get another track on the go because we had that one with Do, but uh, we definitely need to get something else on the go. And it has to be more than just this conversation of it. You know, you have to follow through yeah, on yeah. that shit for sure. Because that's. I mean, and. With that being said, that's what I keep telling people with these interviews. Like, we always have these talks at shows. We bump into each other at shows, and it's like, hey, what's up? How's it going? We should collab sometimes. And, like, that's it. The premise of this <laughs> yeah. podcast is getting beneath that and finding out who people really are. Because, I like, I, ne I, don't, I don't, I wouldn't know you from another rapper. Like, that's I, all I know you for is rapping and making music, right? Yeah. So, I mean... To, to be able to dive deep into into actually like who you are as an artist or uh, just what you're what you do on your free time or any shit like that I mean that's that's what I that's why I do this podcast because people need to know that it's more than just the music for some people so the crazy thing about the song we made uh, was uh, I met everybody that same day <laughs> you. John Rogers, the guy to make the beat, and Dio all in the same day. That was John Rogers' beat? Yeah. 
It's not even Nothing. a sample, he told me. That's crazy. That's <laughs> so I was blown away. It's like, fuck, I thought it was samples. So wait, whoa, whoa. Was that all at Music Week? Yeah, well, yeah, I met everybody at Music yeah. Week. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because John Rogers did the beat for uh, Nothing Left to Say for me with Jeff. That's so crazy. Small world. That guy. That guy is creative, man. He needs to keep doing. He needs to keep doing that stuff. Cause I mean, he's good at it. But I mean, if he if Evie loves doing something else, of course, of course, do whatever you're gonna do. But that man yeah. can make beats for sure. He he can, and like he made he made one of my best songs, uh, "Family and Friends." That's crazy. See, I don't I don't know this. Like, but we don't. I we also in a culture like today, we don't have. We don't give enough props to the producers. Uh, no, not enough shine to the producers because, like, who would we be without a producer, right? Fuck yeah! I'd have some basic ass beat from Fruity Loops playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's it's yeah. They're definitely an essential part of this culture and essential part of who we are as artists too. Cause I mean, uh, unless you're Russ and creating everything yourself, the connection needs to be there. So that's dope that you met everybody from that, that one track at fucking music week. That's clear. That's, that's crazy. Um, favorite. I know, I know you basically touched on it, but favorite pastime or what do you do in your free time when you're not working on music? <laughs> Um, if you have free time, life. you know that's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> just, just living life, hanging out with friends, and mostly just hanging with my brother lately. Fair enough. <laughs> Having a few beers. Yeah. Can't <laughs> hate on that hockey. one. Watching True. hockey. True. Uh, I guess this one's a weighted question too, but uh, depends on how you think about it. At the same time, favorite song of all time, no matter the genre. Mm. Still not a player, big pun. Why? <laughs> just makes me feel good as a cool <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean that's why I ask because I mean a lot of people have a go-to and like the fact that you thought of it that quick is 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 dope because I mean there's a couple people that I've interviewed so far that they're like man I don't know I can't think of one right now and it's like mine regardless of what it is it's a uh, it's a uh, man in the mirror by Michael Jackson. Nothing. Oh, I, that's, a good, that's a good one. <laughs> every time, every time that's my go-to. Cause I mean, I can, I, I can always resort back to it. It makes me feel good when I'm not feeling good. It, it, it just feels, it, it's a feel good track, you know? And, and if that's what big pun does for you, man, then, and that's why that answer is so easy. So Man, I almost wanted to take my question back to you first because that's a really good one. That's one of my favorite songs too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're getting into the last segment of the interview. Uh, we do a couple things. Uh, since since interviewing Mitchell, we've added or is it Mitchell? I think it was Mitchell. Anyways, side note, uh, we play a little game of this or that uh just a quick rapid fire kind of game and then uh we end things off on positive note with your socials and all that stuff so uh favorite sunday jams top three mm. 
Damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Eminem so far. I like that one. Fair. Um classified, I love it. I like that one. Man, that's a yeah. Um gotta do one more. Yeah. It's gotta be non-rap, I feel like. Uh <laughs> Nah, I like I like uh Yellow Wolf uh, American You. That's a good one too. Yeah. Man, see I've been I've been I've I was put on to Yellow Wolf, I think like shit. It would have been it was definitely like seven or eight years ago. And that like it's 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 so different. He's he's just so different delivery wise, flow. It, well, of course, his style. You can't knock his style, that's for sure. But, yeah, man. I like it when he's on his country shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, this could be weighted, but, I mean, everybody's got their own list. Top five artists of all time, no matter the genre. Normally, I do rappers, but I, I'd rather just give it five artists of all time. In your eyes, um, no, no, you don't have to rank them. Just top five: Eminem, Michael Jackson, Drake. Oh. That's three already. You're already half over halfway. So, Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more. Um, damn, it's a tough one. <laughs> Johnny Cash because he was badass. Yeah, fair. The funny thing is, <laughs> like I've interviewed other people in the past, and they've been, they gave me artists or songs that they've decided in in these last questions, and be like, I feel like I'm gonna go back to, and listen to that interview and be like, those are such stupid decisions. This is stuff that I definitely <laughs> should have picked something else. And it's like, but in the moment, in the moment, it, that's that's the whole point of the interview, just to to catch you on your feet, you know. Yeah. All right. Why do you think it's important for you to make music? Why why is it so important for you to make music? Uh, or why is music uh, important to you? I right now I'm like the only one in my reserve that's making music and like that did everything, like got accolades. So it's like I want to keep it going until somebody else can do it. Then I want to coach them. Yeah, pass the torch. You know? I, I just want to, like, Dio told me, he's like, I never thought uh, any artist or any rapper would come out of White Cogma. Right. But uh, but that's it. You're also defying a lot of odds there because not many people would be, right? Not many people would think yeah. that. So that's big on you already. So shout out to Dio because he was right. And it's, time, and it's mostly my, for myself, too. Like, I just yeah. love it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're going to play a little game of this or that, and then we'll end on some positive notes. Uh, just rapid fire. You can explain it, or you don't have to, because I realize with this game, there's no... Some people like to explain themselves, or whatever the case is. So uh, <laughs> Let's go here. Uh, spending time with your family or music? I know it's a tough one. Uh, well, I guess it's not that tough. Uh, when it comes to listening, underground or mainstream? 
uh, take mainstream. I just like, I just like it. <laughs> Fair. Uh, when it comes to recording, uh, do you like recording or uh, I guess recording or making music or performing? Performing. Fair. When it comes to listening, singles or albums? Albums. When it comes to creating singles or albums? Albums. Fair. New music or classics? Oh, man, I like both. <laughs> New music I or classics? It up like, I change it up like at work. Like I, I have like the new, like the most new school song playlist. And then I'll go to like the old school one. Just got to right. change it up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, travel or homebody? Uh, travel. I just missed it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, morning person or night? Night. Uh, summer or winter? Man, I... Summer, I think. <laughs> this one always catches people, but I mean, one could influence the other. Uh, fame and fortune or cult-like fan base? Damn, I think I would want to call it like fan base because you can get rich off that too. And that's that, <laughs> that that seems to be the answer because I mean it it can lead to it, right? So, uh, yeah. And the last one for the sake of uh, the culture, Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. <laughs> Fair. That seems to be. Just... Yeah, go for it. Like he, he was my favorite artist as a kid. Like that's the first CD I owned was a Tupac CD, and he's just like he's so. He had so much passion and had a message, even his, though he gangbanged at the end. <laughs> he went no, backwards. He was super poetic, though. Like, like he was the poet of of that that generation for sure, and for generations to come. Really, he he just he just did it differently. He you did. Know? He had so many. Like people like to say he had like the like the basic rhymes, you know. But he was unreal yeah. with it. But when he said it, when he said it, it connected different. Like I forgot one song, he just does like P rhymes, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh closing off here, uh, for the sake of the people, how do you want to be perceived as a person instead of just an artist at the end of the day when all is said and done? Uh I just want to be known as a good family man. And a good artist. <laughs> Fair enough, man. And a good friend. <laughs> that's and and like that seems to be the go-to, but I mean it like everybody's different. So I always feel like I need to ask that question because we're more than just artists at the end of the day, right? Everybody is. Yeah. And uh it's it, it's good. It, it's it's a wholesome feeling hearing what everybody has to say about it, or even the, the simplest of answer to that question. So with that being like, like said, that's where I put it. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's right. I'll put it like I'm I'm more Todd than I'm more shift, like at the end of Fair. the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's respectable, man. That's and that that takes a lot to a lot to say because I mean there's a lot of people that would gladly hide behind their persona or their their alias and uh and use it as a as a as a cover or a mask or something like that. So I, I've I've learned a lot over this past pandemic that uh, I I much rather not hide behind as much as I've created aliases over the years. It's just the fact that like I much rather own up to everything and be myself 
and and be that on the forefront than than hide behind anything anymore. I'd rather put my feelings on the on the on the front line because if I'm not honest and I'm not gonna be completely forward with you, then I'm just lying to myself. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent there. Yeah, man. Uh finish things off here. Uh got any other business ventures on the way, side hustles, anything like that? Other than uh, the, I guess the movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I got uh, I want to do uh, ten music videos this year. <laughs> my before the goal. years, before the years over. Yeah. Okay, I'll be looking for them. I will be looking. For them. <laughs> uh, I just shot two of them, man. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're you're already two. two at you're already two down. So that's 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 hustling itself. Um, yeah. any anything else? Or is that um, is that the main thing? Just that's just the main thing. Probably probably album's gonna come to like November, October, somewhere around there. Okay, okay. Man, well, you know I'll be paying attention. You know I'll be looking forward to it. I'm I, like supporting this culture has been something that I've adapted a lot over this past couple, these past couple to few years, just because I got tired of people not supporting each other because of their egos or whatever the case is. So believe I'll be looking forward forward to hearing it i'll be looking for it and i'll be i'll be checking it out and letting you know firsthand what i think of it because i i know as an artist i would appreciate feedback whether it's positive or negative so so but i i can expect nothing nothing but greatness you know i mean the way that like i said at the start of the interview i'll end it that way you've done a lot of growth and a lot of prog made a lot of progress over this past since I've known you or known of you. So, I mean, it's, it's dope to see, and I can only expect better things. So. Fuck yeah. I grew like a plant. No, no, <laughs> yeah, man. But that's right it. Now. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And it's good though. I mean, and like the fact that I'm paying attention to it, I think I'm not, I'm definitely not the only one paying attention to it. So uh, keep doing your thing, bro. Uh, for sure. While uh while I have you here, plug any socials, any new music coming up, where they can find you. Uh, floor is yours. Uh, at Shift from the Nine Hundred Two, I have a new music video out with uh Emma Stevens and Morgan Tony. It's called Valalin on July sixth. Um, okay. Okay. It's a COVID song, not really a COVID song. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Um. Then I'll have another music video in a couple of weeks after that. Not sure of a date yet, but it's off gotcha. my, uh, the album that you're on, this one's for you or something. Oh, that's dope. I'm working. I'm like shooting old stuff. Like, yeah, but just trying to catch up. Yeah. 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 I can't hate on that. Yeah, yeah. man. That's dope. I'll be, I, I'm actually excited to see all these music videos now. Cause I mean, I, I know you like the, uh, I want to say for my people, but like, what's that song? I'm sorry for not knowing the title. Yeah, that one. Because uh, I know since the quality of that one, I know I know the quality can only go up from there. So <laughs> for a long time, I feel like it couldn't beat that song. Yeah, oh. man. But I mean, that was, but that was a good standing point for you. That I mean, it speaks volumes to who you are, where you're from, and everything like that. So I mean. It's it's a it's it's a dope track for sure. 
without a doubt. I still get opportunities from this. So it's, it's amazing. It amazes me, man. It and that's and that's it, man. Like it's funny because like a lot of people, you, I've had people come up to me talk about certain songs that they've liked, and I was like, I always thought those were like not throwaways, but those are like filler tracks kind of deal. And like to find out that people actually connected with those more than anything is, it blows my mind because it's like, well, I didn't expect that. That's it's just yeah. Crazy. All right, bro. Well, with all being said, this has been dope. And like, like I said, like I like getting to know artists and I got to know like you, I feel like a lot more in depth this way than I ever would have at any show or any, yeah. any showcase or anything like that. So oh, over I, the loud speakers and drunk, <laughs> drunk crowd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast, bro. This has been another dope episode of party on a podcast uh shift from the 902 if you don't know who he is you're about to know this year is going to be a I, I can see a lot happening this year for this dude shift from the 902 the with an a by the way if you guys don't know uh <laughs> but uh keep a lookout for this man and uh expect great things in the in the future whether that be music film or just being that family man that he's always striving to be so thank you again bro and uh, let's do this again sometime. Thanks for having me. For sure. Later. All right, take it easy, bro. The sunlight, drinking my hand. Do it every week, put my feet in the sand. I can do it someday.